Welcome to the Beautiful Life Podcast. This message is by Debbie Desmond. I've been thinking just little, um, these little words in Christ that we see throughout the Bible, you know, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. And I, you know, I've just been thinking, like, what does that mean? you know, in my day-to-day life, this living my life in Christ. And, you know, there's the the scripture in Acts 17, verse 27. It says that we should seek God. This is Paul speaking, preaching. And he said um, that we should seek God and perhaps feel, um, uh, and perhaps feel their way towards him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. In him we live and move and have our being. And so I've been thinking about this, well, how do I, you know, how, what does that look like in my life to live in Christ, to be found in him, to live in him? Um, and, you know, because if you look at the, the New Testament, like there's so many scriptures in him, so many promises that are in him. So, you know, they're, they're actually meaning they're conditional <laughs> because those promises are found in him. <laughs> so I've been thinking about that. And the, my, probably my, one of my favorites of those scriptures is Ephesians 1 verse 3. It says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, in Christ. Um, And so, you know, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about the fact that when Jesus died on the cross, um, he gave us access to himself. And um, we, we now have the um, capacity for union. Um, as we gave, he gave his life to us, we gave our life to him. And this miraculous thing happens. And suddenly we're, um, this, the Holy Spirit puts us in union, joins us together and makes us one with Christ. And suddenly we're, a new creation, the Bible says, guess what? In Christ. We, you know, all those things, we are a new creation in Christ. And I was thinking about this being in Christ and really thinking about it from a perspective of really, it's, it's really making sure that you're living, connected in his presence, constantly aware of him. In a sense, sharing your life with him every second, every moment, you know, um, being more and more conscious of him. You know, um, obviously God likens our oneness with Christ to the marriage relationship. And, you know, um, being married to Nigel, there's not many things that I do in my life where I'm not conscious of the fact that, he, that whatever I'm doing is going to affect his life. You know, even the way I'm thinking, what I'm doing, it's, a, you know, our lives are so intertwined that everything we do affects the other. So I'm constantly aware 
when I make a meal, I'm not just making a meal for myself, you know. Um, when I um, I go to the shop, you know, I say, well, I'm just going to the shop. You know, <laughs> I don't live my life as a uh, someone dependent on him. And in fact, I just want to read um, John 15, verse 5. Um, he um, it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. And here it is again. It says here, there's another one. You know, because basically abiding, in other words, it says in him. So it's like another thing is like, if you're in him and you abide in him, then you're going to bear much fruit. Your, 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 your life is going to be fruitful if you're in him. But if you're not in him, it says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And I've been praying also, Lord, help me to be more conscious of and aware so that I may walk and abide in you and and um, live my life in you, that I truly live and move and have my being in you. But it's it's something that I'm completely conscious of. Like Jesus said, he said, I only do what I see my father in heaven doing. I only do what I see him doing. Um, you know, so often in our Christian life, we actually can live out our Christian life um, as a separate identity, not in union. In other words, you know, I often think it's like, you you you'll ask god um could you help me with this so you you still positioning yourself as a separate entity to god as you're asking would you could you please help me to do this so it's you're not living like okay he's here and there's this abiding that this 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 um this flow of life between that's so natural that's happening between the two of us that it you know, his life flows into me, my life flows into him. And in Christ, I have all these things. Um, you know, so I, it's so this constant abiding means there's this constant flow of his life through um, and in me. So, and I'm, if I'm conscious of that, if I'm conscious of his presence with me and everything around me, then I actually, I, my faith rises to another level. And it's not something that I'm saying, oh God, would you please give me this? Oh God, would you do that? Would you, so that I feel like it's, there's something outside there that I still need to gain to be enough or to have enough for this situation. But to be in Christ means that I have full access to all of that. I'm a new creation. I have access to everything that God has because I'm in him. And so I've got access to, to all of this. Um, so everything I'm doing is together with. And when, when I'm consciously conscious of this, I'm with God. His life's flowing through me. I have access to everything, his righteousness, his love, everything. It causes my faith to rise. And I just live at a completely another level in my life. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this and I was thinking, you know, really what we're talking about when we live in a life in Christ, it means it's a whole nother way of life. It's a way of life. And then I just got to thinking like, well, you know what? Jesus is the way, <laughs> you know, he, he said himself, I'm the way, the truth and the life. I'm the way. Um, he, Jesus is the way. And, you know, there's and and it. it this way is that I'm walking, the way is the walking in his presence. Um, in Jeremiah 6.16, it says, um, stand 
at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient eternal paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. And yeah, it's like, you know, we're all, we want a way of life that is going to cause a, to, you know, a good way, a, a way where we can prosper, where we're going to find joy and happiness, meaning and fulfillment. And Jesus says, here's the way. And yeah, it says, ask for the good way and walk in it and you will find rest, rest. Just remember that word rest for your soul, because in Exodus 33, 12, we find the same question, the same asking for the way when Moses speaks to um, God. He says, you have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. And then it says, and the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing that you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Wow. The interesting thing here is that Moses asked God to show him his ways, but this is obviously not talking about God's commandments because Moses had already gone up the mountain and he'd already come back with God's commandments. So when he's asking God to show him his ways, he's actually saying, there's, it's obviously more than that. So yes, Moses, I find it interesting. Yes, Moses, he's not asking to like, for the, okay, you know, the, the directions, okay? He's not asking for the directions. You know, he said, um, turn right, do this, don't do that. That's like the commandments, you know, turn right, the second left, go around there. He's actually not doing that. He's asking for something else because the interesting thing is what, what God, God's answer to Moses' questions is that show me your ways. This is what God says. He says his presence, his answer is my presence will go with you. And I thought, look at it. Okay, so that's God's answer. That's what his way is. When Moses asked him, show me your ways that I might walk in them and continue to find favor in your sight. <clears throat> God said, this is my way. My presence will go with you. My presence. And his presence, God himself, he is the way. Um, it's not God's commandment um, that, that is, but he himself is the way. And relationship with him and speaking to him. And God doesn't want you, you know, um, I, I think the, the interesting thing is, is that further on it says, um, Moses says, if, if God doesn't go with him, the only thing Moses says that would distinguish them and make them different from any other people would be if God went with them. And it's so true, even in Christianity. If we just have God's commands, 
if we just have good principles, we live them out. It's just like any other religion. But the amazing thing about God's presence and that relationship and that life exchange and that abiding, that's what sets Christianity apart from every other religion. Yeah. Because what happens is, is that we, when you just got principles and you've just got commandments, what that is, is like, it's again, it's a self-contained life. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, it's self-effort. You know, you're going to do it. I'm going to turn right. I'm going to turn left. I know the way. And you're just all on your own. But God says, no, but I am the way. His presence is the way. Abiding in him, living in him, him. That's the way of life um, that he wants. It's, it's so, and, and Moses says, show me the way that I might continue to find favor. And um, that's how we prosper. That's how we, um, what I'm saying prosper, it's, I'm not just talking materially prosper. As I'm saying prosper in every aspect of our life um, and find meaning and find the true meaning and happiness is life is as we, we walk out our life in the presence of God. Because, you know, um, we can have all the commandments, but when we have God, his um you know, love looks different in one situation to another. And that's why we need God in that moment, being able to direct us and speak to us and show us what he's doing and we can respond. And then what happens is his, his life in us, we live out his life in us on the way because it's no longer I'm doing this, but God is doing it with me. His presence, we were never meant to live separate um, from him. And so um, our life would be devoid of life, like God wants us to have it, if he isn't in there. So he is the way. I find it interesting that in the Bible, there's so many people that um, the Bible says, um, like, for example, Joseph, he said, um, and God prospered, um, and, and Joseph prospered because God was with him. And then, and then, you know, whether he was in the dungeon, whether he was in the pot of his house, wherever he was, it, there's this constant thing of um, in the Bible with Joseph. And God was with him, and therefore he prospered. David, and God was with him, therefore he prospered. Gideon, <laughs> you're going to deliver all the Israelites. I said, I'm, who am I to do it? And he said, no, it's because I'm with you. And this is how God wants us to live his life, his way of life for us. His whole, our whole way of life needs to be living out our life in shared union in his presence. If we want to walk in his ways and find favor and find meaning and fullness in life, what's God's answer? My presence will go with you. I will be with you. And so, you know, um, I just feel like, you know, I love, I just want to end with, I love, um, Brother Lawrence, I'm sure a lot of you have read his books, Practicing the Presence of God. Well, it's the book about him. And, you know, I, I can remember reading that as a young teenage girl. And I can remember um, reading it and deciding, okay, I used to take the bus to school and um, I used to walk in the path and I used to walk right on this side of the path because I just practiced the presence of God him walking with me and then sometimes you know I would shift I then shift up on the bus seat because 
not because I felt like God, him being a spirit, needed space, but because I wanted to be aware of his, I wanted to make sure that I'm aware. I was making room in my life. So, you know, even some days I'll go for a walk and I'll just grab God's hand. I will walk there like I'm holding God's hand. I'll, I'll walk on the edge of the road. If a car comes by, I say, can, you know, I just sort of imagine God scooting onto the, to, uh, up to the side of it. And <coughs> it's so that I can be aware that he's with me always. You know, even if I can remember once I even made an extra cup of coffee and just put it down there and sat there because just saying like, I want to be more aware of God because he is with us always, but I want to be aware of that and live in Christ so that my faith is in the fact that he is with me. We hope you have enjoyed this message from Debbie Desmond. 